Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it if you can. Leave us a review, it really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out, definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters, what's going on, everybody? So it's still kind of early. It's 10 a.m., but I just I had to jump on real quick and just be honest with you guys. So after I stopped recording last night, or it was actually in the afternoon, it wasn't even last night. So later in the day, um, this is the only downside to intermittent fasting for me, at least personally, depending on schedule is because if let's say I work out late, so, or, or let's even reset. So I teach at night at F45, which a can't be very flexible with that part. That's just what it is. And B I'm also burning up calories because I move a lot. If you guys ever have been in a fitness class with me or have just if you just know me in person obviously that's very apparent for those that you don't obviously a majority of you um i'm just like the energizer bunny when it comes to the fitness class i'm constantly moving jumping around um yelling depending on how loud the music is or i'm just trying to like constantly clap and you know positively reinforce because i think so much of training is yes, breathing and physical aspects, but it's also our mindset. What's your mind like going into training? Are you like, ah, oh, I've had such a shitty day. I don't want to do this workout. I don't want to get through this, blah, 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 blah. But you're still there. That's great. Hey, that's better than being on the couch. But if I can, and if I do my job properly, then I believe I can get you in a better mental state, whether it's with um, words of affirmation, which, you know, you actually have to buy into that a little bit. And, and what I mean by buy into it is you have to actually use those words and come up with words that are related to you. So like I can come up with words of affirmation for myself and that'd be easy. And so what I try and do is think like, okay, what's this person thinking? This is, all right, so we're going to get a little deep real quick um, before I go into my true point. But I try and think like, all right, if I was new to fitness or whatever, and I kind of read people's, you can read body language, right? And you know people. You start, the more you get to know people, the more you can understand how's their mind thinking. You can see it on their facial expression. You can tell by the, the pace at which they're going in their exercise. All right, this person's ready to quit or their body's starting to feel it or you know they're starting to like pull back a little bit. Let me see if I can say. So I like you know affirmations of like, yes, you can. You got it. One more rep. Like little simple things. These are, and some people may hate hearing this, but I find it's very effective because if you can time it right with the right people, you know, obviously your audience, you know, the person you're talking to. And there's some people that like, they just want you to shut up, let them be in the zone. And I honestly, sometimes I can be one of those people. I can be like, especially on my weight training days, not more of a interval hit or conditioning based workouts, but on those strength days, those power days where I'm just going for like, Really in my program right now with acceleration, like I'm going for five reps or three reps or seven reps, really under eight. And I just want to rock out, get my high weight in, get my reps in, be explosive, get my recovery in. That's the hardest part for me is that two-minute recovery. 
um, which is different than our conditioning days, like even doing Templars yesterday with F45, 35 seconds of work, 15 seconds rest, you're rotating, you're hitting 14 stations, 14 different exercises, 30 seconds of rest after that, and you're repeating that for three rounds. Like That's a quick pace, high intensity, you got to keep them up. I did three of those classes, so I'm burning in. The cool thing is I check my heart rate, and I have a heart rate monitor with Lionheart. Um, anyone that's at F45, obviously you need to get that. I'm sure you know that, but if you don't, get on that. And yeah, burning up a shit ton of calories. So got back, did my work, and then before I go to the gym, a lot of times when I finish up class, I like to go home and eat because that's probably going to be my last meal of the day, which is going to end up being around 8, 8.30, somewhere between 8 and 9. The tricky thing is sometimes, especially after a high-intensity class like that, um, and then I'm going to go work out, I'm working up an appetite, and it may not even hit me until an at like 10, 11 o'clock, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I already stopped fasting. So yesterday, I like, I kind of had a moment of weakness where I got in the car, and I was like, you know what I haven't had since Thailand? Dehydrated mangoes. And I know that sounds weird, but dude, it's just like, it's like a sugar fix, because think about it, what's a mango? Obviously, it's a fruit, it's got water, it's got fiber, it's got a shit ton of sugar. It's natural sugar, quote unquote natural, yeah, it's, it's fructose, but it's still sugar, it's still getting utilize in our body for that purpose. So at least since it was post-workout, it would be going to a glycogen storage replenishment. But I knew myself and I know because I was looking up like, all right, ooh, there's a 24-7 Walmart. Ooh, they have dehydrated mangoes. Ooh, two pound bags. What? Let me get my car and go. And then once I got in the car, like I got three minutes in, I'm like, ah, do I really, what am I doing? Like, I just kind of make a hasty decision. Why am I doing this? Try to reflect on that decision. Now, it's not to say I made the best decision possible and just went home, didn't eat anything. So I was starving and I was looking at my, my macros and my calories. I was at about 1,600 calories. So I was like, you know what? I still have like 1,000 calories to play with. Let me get some food. Um, so, and the only downside that I miss about New York is in Asheville, there's not a whole lot open late. So if you don't have food in your fridge, you don't have a tremendous amount of options to make good health decisions from. So, which, you know, we have, we obviously we've done food shopping, but now it's starting to get towards the like, so I look at it a food shopping week. I don't look at it a normal week. I look at two different weeks, the regular week, Monday through Sunday, and then I look at a food shopping week, which for me is like, can be five days. Sometimes it can be eight days. So it's not always the same. I measure it based on the amount of food that's going to last me. And usually it's going to be about a week, give or take a couple of days. Could be off. Now I have some key necessities I need every day, which I'm actually out of today. Almond milk. Or coconut almond milk blend that's unsweetened. It's going to be 30 or 35 calories per serving. Didn't have that today and didn't have that yesterday. So sometimes making a shake is just as easy as throwing some almond milk. Boom, throw in some frozen veggies um, or fruit. I, I can do both. But I like the fresh greens if I'm going to get my veggies in. Um, throw in a scoop of protein. Bam, I got a shake. Um, what I tried to go with is I, I ate a... Um, Shout out to Quest Nutrition for that care package, by the way. They sent me uh, their birthday cake protein bar. So I had half, it was actually like three quarters of one. Um, I was like, you know, this just isn't doing it. Let me give me 20. I'll go for the ride. I went for the ride. That's where I was like, all right. But then the protein started to kind of started to bring me back to a neutral level. Like, all right, don't make the worst decision ever. Ended up going to Wendy's, long story short. That was, I think, the only place open. Maybe Taco Bell, which was like 15 minutes away, was open, but... I figured out of all my choices, Wendy was probably our best bet. And I kind of have a couple of options that it's not the best, but when you look at the nutrients, calories, and macronutrient ratios, kind of gets the job done. So chicken nuggets, believe it or not, which 
They have a decent amount of protein. They have like eight, I think it's 18, 16 or 18 grams of protein. Um, we're still going to have like 20 or 30 grams of carbs, which isn't ideal. But it's not the worst. I think it's like nine grams of fat. So it's not the, it's a pretty decent macronutrient ratio. And then also I had a, a chicken sandwich, Asiago with some bacon, some cheese on there. So ultimately I probably had about 800 calories. Uh, I didn't go with his soda. It was probably, I was going to get a diet. So I was like, oh, I kind of want one. I haven't had one in a while. I said, nah, screw that. I'm doing that meal. So I was like, all right, that's a small victory. So this is ultimately what I try and tell people. And the reason I wanted to jump on right away is to tell you guys is A, because I, I felt like, ah, shit. I don't want to be dishonest with you guys, make you think I'm eating 1,500 calories because that was the last post I made updating on. So this is the kind of the update on that. And this is kind of like how I want you guys to think. It's a small – look at small wins. What's a victory? Like that potentially could have turned into a really shitty night where I basically got just a two-pound bag of dehydrated mangoes and chocolate because that's my favorite combo. I take the chocolate pieces. I wrap the mango around it and, oh, you ever have jalapeno poppers? get this and that's like the dessert version of that and then if you want to get even crazier and replace the cream cheese you get some whipped cream oh put a little layer of whipped cream or peanut butter because you guys know i love that peanut butter put that layer down on the mango put so think you have a dehydrated mango slice laid out flat right put a layer of peanut butter on it's going to be about one tablespoon so it's about a tablespoon like depending on what peanut butter you're using about a serving could be half a serving depending on your your serving sizes um so it's about 100 calories about four grams of protein boom Lay that down on the mango slice, take a piece of chocolate towards the end, and then start rolling it up as if you were rolling a cigar. Or I think of back to my inflatable uh, ride days when I used to work for Sending the Clowns. We used to have to roll these giant inflatable rides up, roll up the same way. And that is delicious, guys. I'm telling you, I could demolish a whole bag. I used to do that in Thailand um, as like a treat day. And when I say treat day, towards the end, like. Especially right after my fight, and even like a couple like a month before it, I was doing that almost every day. Um, the week before the fight, I cleaned it up a little bit only because I wanted to make sure I had everything good. But honestly, one thing I noticed in Thailand, it's more about just let me get some calories in because it's hard to get food in the middle of the day because I'm training so hard and I can't really hold it down. And then at the end of the day, I'm just ready to go to sleep. I can't eat as much, so it's just trying to get good foods down or replenish my glycogen storage, getting protein, all that good stuff. So that's my long story of yesterday. Today, we're actually going to get the Christmas tree because on Monday, we never ended up going. What was it, Monday or Tuesday? I forgot what day we were planning on going. I don't even know. I'm losing track of days. We didn't go on the day we originally intended to because then it started raining. And uh, we are like, oh, let's just do it another day. So we're going to do that today. And then I'm also thinking I kind of jacked up my knee a little bit in kickboxing yesterday. Um, I'm not sure if it's like the way I hit it because honestly, I was even just at the house. So what I've been doing is putting on 45 minutes of continuous work. I went up from 30 minutes. I'm going to build it up to an hour. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to build it back down um, because now I'm really starting to think that, uh, in my mind, I'm fighting March 16th. You know, I, I already thought I was fighting December 1st. So that's already passed. Um, so now I'm like kind of rebuilding my cardio base and going back to, I should have about 12 weeks. Uh, actually, it's probably going to be more. But Whatever. I haven't even heard anything that I actually am fighting or that they have a matchup or there's interested. He's just like, all right, that sounds good. Thanks for letting me know. Um, but in my mind, I'm fighting. Makes it easier that way. If you're always in fight camp and you're fight ready, you don't have to get ready. You just stay ready. I like that expression. So I banged it up a little bit yesterday. And it could have just been from a high-intensity hit training. Um, so I think I'm going to let it rest a little bit today. Um, probably going to either... 
Let me see how I feel. I'm gonna, we're going to do our tree shopping. That's going to take up pretty much the middle part of our day. I'm going to still go for a walk. I do my morning walk routine right after I jump off this. I literally woke up, boom, wanted to jump right on with a cup of coffee and tell you guys, get this out of the way and just share and be honest with you guys. Be transparent, as I say. And what I was thinking, too, is for you guys, especially the clients, people that I've been working with, I'm going to get with you guys and have our coaches get with you and get a little bit more details about this, uh, about having you blog more because what we like to do and i'll shed some light on our process is when you're first coming in and this is something i've been debating with originally i made it very complex when i say complex took about 15 20 minutes maybe even 30 minutes for our client intake form to answer all the questions all the different options all the things we wanted to know then i was like all right you know what let me make it easier like five questions so it takes less than five minutes instead so that we can get more information, get more people coming in, hopefully help more people. Then I realized if you're not willing to invest 15 to 20 minutes to answer a client intake form, and I'm not even charging you for this, this is like putting out, these are questions that A, just answering them are gonna be helpful to you. It's, it's kind of solidifying things in your mind and it's building tools for you right away. So if you're not willing to invest that, like you're probably, even if you're gonna spend money, I don't care if you're spending $2,500 on a premium package, you're putting up big money for us. It's just, to me, it's, it's not gonna be worth it. So. Um, uh, I made that middle ground where it was like kind of like a seven-minute survey or a client intake form where it's or maybe even less than that, but it's a dozen questions or so, and then we get a little bit more complex as we get you in the program, but it really never takes more than 15 minutes. But what I want to start doing is go beyond one of the things we do is when we start, we have you do a three-day food log, whether you take pictures of everything that comes into your body and you send it to us, you write it down, or you log it on DodFit, or you log it on your favorite software system. We, I personally, we use DotFit. Um, I, I, I've always been where I've worked with them for over four, uh, say three going on four years now. And um, yeah, I just always had success with it, you know, got in the habit of using it, know the system, all that good stuff. But if you like my fitness pal, if you like something else, go for it. But blog your stuff, not just recording what you're doing, but blog, take notes. How did that make you feel? Like, how, how's your energy levels? What what about today? Made, like what it, what was it about yesterday? Made me want to go get the dehydrated mangoes. It was because I was teaching high energy classes. I didn't fully refuel. I was low calorie for the day, and then towards the end of the night, I was starving. And then I went to go eat food. So now I know for today, make sure I'm not at 1500 calories at seven o'clock. Make sure maybe I'm at 2400 calories, so that when I have my last meal and it's only a couple hundred calories, I've had a full day of feeding, and my body's not starving or undernourished or malnourished for the day where it's going to crave things later a couple little things like that make a big difference and when you're working with a coach it just sheds that much more light so whether you're working with another coach outside of us or you're working with us that's something i think we're going to start to implement more and more and more of even if it's required I, i recommend everybody do it just for your own good so that's something that I kind of took out today. So then, boom, we're going to get our tree. Let's say we get back. I'm just kind of assuming my, my day is dedicated to this and family time, as I like to call it. I'm trying to make more time for that. Um, then I'm going to teach. You got 5.45 and 6.30. And then I'm going to go hit the gym after that. And I'm still unsure if I'm going to do a strength training session followed by kickboxing right after it. Or if maybe I'll just kickbox or maybe I'll make it an active recovery day and just hit the sauna and go for a swim. Something along those lines. Because um, normally what I like to do is three days on, one day off, three days on, one day off. Keep rotating like that. I find that it helps me not get injured as much. But sometimes you, you just kind of get on a groove, and I feel like I get momento behind me. So I'm like, oh, it's Thursday, you know, and I don't want to let off and then make the rest of the week easy. But sometimes I want to consider, especially now that in my mind I'm fighting again in March, 
I want to make sure my body's properly recovered, but I'm also challenging it. It's conditioning. It's got to be where it's at. So those are some things that I'm going to have to make decisions on later. Again, we're going to play it by ear, but I'm telling you guys, I am going to get to the gym tonight. So at least in my mind, I've already solidified that, and I recommend you guys do that too. Like, Make it a decision. No matter what happens, even if you freaking break – well, that's exactly like, – that's a little extreme. Don't break your leg. But no matter what happens, I'm getting to the gym. Even if it's just a jump in the sauna or the hot tub or get in the pool and go for a swim. Even if it's not a high-intensity workout, I'm getting to that gym. I'm dedicating that time. That's what's going to happen. So that's my spiel for the day, guys. I'm going to update the blog and my schedule later today. Um, I just want to at least get this part of it done. And, yeah, if you guys have, again, more input, more questions, feel free to let me know. And, um Ooh, just a real quick one. I was thinking about this while I was shadow boxing and, and, and kickboxing yesterday, and I'm thinking about different thesis topics and whatnot, especially um, not for a master's as much, more for the PhD, for eventually whenever I want to get to that. And, you know, you have to have a thesis and you have something you want to work off of. And it's just something interesting, I think, that could be applied in a lot of different ways. Is, and if anyone has already seen studies in this, I've yet to really research. I was just thinking about it in the back of my mind. If we could create a connection between how movements are put together. So from a physiological standpoint, like, all right, boxers, fighters, I'm applying it specifically to martial arts, but maybe we could look at other athletics, dancing styles, or other movement patterns, and how that has an association to the brain, motor skills, brain operation, and just neurological pathways, and even psychosis, or if there's any even kind of like mental disorder or disease there, or... Because then I've also been watching a lot of these like documentaries and Netflix and Hulu shows of like... Um, whether it was making a murderer back, I don't know, like two years ago, whenever that came out, a year ago, or um, that serial killer show where it's basically like they haven't even had serial killers yet and they're creating a whole department around it and they're creating the name and all that. Like, What if there's certain telltale signs even in how we move? So for example, let's say there's a southpaw and maybe that's not even related to, to serial killer, but then what if we can reflect other parts of the brain personality and behavior patterns based on movement patterns? So let's say I'm a southpaw and I'm very elusive, I jab a lot and I have that kind of a style. Does that say anything about how I live my life? Am I less likely or less prone statistically to um, go out and party? Am I more prone to go out and party? Like, does Or is that brawler style? So let's say I'm a brawler, I come inside and I beat you up to the body and I want to constantly go. Does that make me more... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? It, it does it make me more volatile or does it make me more um, adrenaline-based or anything like that? And that partially, I think, in that situation, it would be just because if you're a brawler style, you're probably getting hit in the head more and more brain trauma tends to allude to more uh, unpredictable behavior, volatile behavior, things like that. So that would kind of make sense. And I'm thinking, all right, maybe there's something to that. But then also, is it the chicken or the egg? Is it the behavior that's causing – is it the, the physical behavior that's calling – Causing and not like wiring the neurological and, and the neurological patterns and the psychological behavior, or is the psychological behavior a reflection and causation into the physical behavior? Like that's, I think there's a relationship there. What it is, I'm not too sure. Again, there, there may be a lot of research out behind this. I just haven't do- dove into it yet. So that was something I was just thinking about based on my current knowledge of psychology, sociology, and physiology, and then just kind of. When I kickbox a lot, guys, like I get a lot of ideas. So I record a lot of different things. Friends of mine will get random recordings. Be like, "What the hell are you talking about, Mike?" I'd be like, "Well, it was just something I thought about while kickboxing." So I figured I'd run it by you. But just something that a uh, little food for thought, or tell me what you guys think. All that good stuff. I'm gonna get on with the day. Time to go for a walk, kick some butt, and I'll catch you guys later. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for 
watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between. Dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it, y'all. See you on the next one.